and it begins again. Deep greens and runnings. Don't forget to be healthy during the holidays. Quarantine's lifted. What about vaccinations? That generator's back on. One year of working from home. Is that all it took? And if you didn't have to be where you were, where would you go? Oh, and the World Juniors are on. This is the like probably the most common post-Christmas activity I remember growing up. Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well. And yes, if you can hear it in my voice, a little bit more chipper today uh, compared to uh, yesterday. I was thinking about this actually, uh, about um, how I was sort of feeling a little bit anxious over the weekend because uh, I wasn't uh, back in Canada, you know, and uh, we're, st- <laughs> we're stuck here. We were stuck here. China is opening up now. And just today, they've said that as of January 8th, quarantines for international returnees will be lifted. So you won't have to go into any central quarantine. You won't have to home quarantine or anything. So this is this is basically concluding three years of uh, COVID measures that have been in place uh, for a very long time. Um three years (laughs) and uh now whether or not they drop the proof of vaccination the need for proof of vaccination that's the next big question that's the one that sort of keeps me still in china because as soon as i leave it means i wouldn't be able to come back in uh now i know that uh, canada has dropped it thailand has dropped it and thailand i think no doubt dropped it because it's a major tourist destination for Chinese people. Same with Malaysia. Malaysia did it as well. Indonesia, the Philippines. A lot of these places have dropped this requirement of proof of vaccination, uh, and uh, it now means that people can enter in visa on arrival as well for a lot of Chinese people. Now, why am I thinking about this? Well, because <clears throat> remember when I was talking about this Delta Module 2, and I said that there's an online course, online version that I could do situated here in Beijing starting in February. I could do that. There's also, a, uh, so, uh, there's also a face-to-face one, like an in-person one that takes place uh, in Bangkok and Chiang Mai, uh, Thailand, that um, only takes six weeks full-time, and it costs like, it was like 20,000 renminbi, I think. Uh, and I think that that's not including accommodation. Uh, I'd have to double-check, but accommodation in Thailand would maybe be 10,000 baht. So like another, probably another uh, two or 3,000 Remin B, five, six hundred dollars for the month, two months. I kind of go, given the choice of, I don't know, doing something online, which everything's being done online, uh, or taking it, what would tantamount to be a, um, a learning vacation. Uh, I think I'd take the learning vacation, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Because uh, this is one of these things where I'm kind of going, at, at some point, um, it'd be nice to leave China. Uh, and it was put put to me as like you know it's not so much that being stuck in China it's actually it is it's not so much you want to return and repatriate to wherever you are from it's just that you don't want to be in China the entire time you want to have the option the ability the um, opportunity to come and go as it were as it was prior to this whole COVID mess now we have endured survived. I don't know if we've thrived over the last three years, but we've certainly survived. And I know a lot of people have actually had it pretty bad. Like a lot of people lost their jobs in 2020, 2021, especially when, you know, 
the market just wasn't uh, so the economy, the job market wasn't doing so well. People lost their jobs, especially in the tourism business. Uh, so, I mean, there were job changes and things that, you know, I think back three years. Can, can you believe that we can't believe that happened? And we've been stuck here in China, again, surviving, transitioning to um, what they say is homework. And I say I'm just working from the place I'm staying at the moment. And home working, you know, working from home. But then if I'm working from home, do I have to be in China? Now, because let's get this straight. If I'm working from home, it means it's online. It means that if it can be done here, it could be done somewhere else. Now, there is something to be said about an agency factor that you're allied to a company, you're stuck to a company that finds you the business, which is very nice. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot easier than doing the marketing um, and the uh, customer relations all on your own uh, and then having to teach the classes as well, like or sort of doing doing all the... Uh, all the footwork rather than just, you know, showing up for work at 8.30 in the morning, right? Looking presentable. You know, if you swap you swap that around and all of a sudden you're in charge of the whole thing, you know, could you do it? Would you want to do it? How long could it take you, how long would it take you to make something like that happen? Of course, so one of the books I was reading today, I went back to uh, J. Paul Getty's How to Be Rich. His formulas. Now, I've talked about this book before, uh, and it's something that I haven't picked up in a, while, a long while. And I was sort of reviewing some of the things that he said. The first couple of chapters, and uh, one of the first chapters he has, he's like, "You can be rich. You can be a millionaire. You can be rich." The door to the uh, a millionaire millionaires club is not locked. It's there for anybody. There's a lot of room for expansion. And now, now it might be a million. It could be a billion. His point is that if you want to be rich. You can do it. You're going to work for it, though. He also details the four types of uh, people. And uh, let's see, there's like your your alpha types, like your your real go getters, your uh, wildcatters who are out there uh, on the street all the time, just you know doing the hustle. Then there's these uh, sort of second tier people who might not be uh, exactly entrepreneurial, but they might be a good number two, right? They they're fully able to work within the, the system. Then there's number three who are content to be employees because maybe they see it, but they don't want to put in the work. And then there's the fourth type of category, the people who do not want to put in the work, who have no idea about how to put in the work, yet they complain about not getting their fair share, you know, or, or whatever their, whatever they think their fair share is. And he talks about this fourth group being sort of the most vocal about these things, yet they don't do anything to contribute, right? They have no stake in the company. And I'm looking at myself going, boy, you know, what? everyone wants to be that first group, you know, the, the wildly successful entrepreneurial uh, sort of uh, wolf, if you will, the entrepreneurial spirit, the, uh, that, that guy who's with that girl, the guy who is on the magazine covers, who's changing the world, making the money. Uh, and I... Is it EV right now? Is it uh, is cell phones done? What part of technology is it right now? What service? What product? And he he addresses some of this. He goes, a lot of people will say, oh, all the ideas are taken now. And he goes, no, 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 no. It, it it's not just about the money. 
It's about the ideas and the work. Anybody who's willing to put in the time and the effort to think through this, to look at where uh, something can be made better, uh, there it's there for the taking. And I'd, I'd actually, it's very hard to disagree with him because I can just see that if I ever showed up at a meeting that this guy was running and said, but, 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 you know, I, you have it this way, we're locked into this. And he'd be like, yes, but you work where? Doing what? And could you, and you're saying that you can't replicate that somewhere else because it's it's a digital product? I mean, then if you're not the person who, if you're not selling the shovels, then could you sell the wood? Could you be the craftsman making the shovels? Could you be making the jeans? You know, could you be sourcing the textiles? Could you make a better fabric? You know, the especially being in China, you're very close to the manufacturing world. You are in the manufacturing hub of the world, right? Now, our business uh, policies that open now, as open as they were before, he said, and something else he would say, he's like, well, you got to find it. And if it's not there, then you can move somewhere else. You have that ability. So I, I kind of wonder, after a year of being in lockdown, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, we're not locked down. We were not locked down for a year. Under the threat of lockdown, especially when it hit in November. But then all of a sudden, it just magically raised up, l- disappeared. And now I'm going, if if I don't have to be here, where else would I go? So the idea goes back to this to this idea of doing the Delta Module 2, uh, possibly in Thailand, you know, six weeks, two, two to three months in very nice Chiang, Chiang Mai or Bangkok. I don't know if I'd want to live in Thailand. It's not really a country that I'd, I'd say I, I could probably uh, th- thrive in too much. But um, there is also a huge... Uh, Chinese population there as well. Uh, so, you know, if the girlfriend joins me, joins me, you know, she's not going to be completely in the in the unknown sort of thing. But then I, okay, so thinking this through a little bit more, going, well, is this something that I'd want to do right away? Well, like in February, March, would I take two months off and then come back? Well, again, vaccination requirements. I, so if I'm not vaccinated and I can't get back into China, do I do this right away? Or do I wait till the end of the year? Now, again, <clears throat> this kind of makes, this starts getting, making me anxious because now all of a sudden, you know, work contract ends in October, November. If I go to uh, Thailand for six weeks or two months, then like, am I back in Canada for Christmas next year? So I'm already starting to think of next year's Christmas. And it's this thinking that can make me very anxious can make someone very anxious you know going oh i gotta make decisions i gotta do this <sighs> hard to tell now <laughs> sometimes it's best just to do the easiest option the easiest thing to do and what would the easiest thing be to do is kind of stick with things how they are right now make a slight modification i'll do module three starting in february that'd be the easiest one uh, to sort of just go through the motions of uh, trying to get done in the next couple of months. Um, and it wouldn't be a huge disruption to the way that things are right now. And that's sort of what some of the things that I have to keep in mind uh, through a lot of this process is that it's great to have these great big grand plans, 
But making them happen can be daunting and anxiety-ridden that unless you're, it's very difficult to, to tackle that, to, uh, to hit that and be able to thrive and succeed in that sort of um, atmosphere. And typically what would happen anyways, as I've seen uh, in all the, uh, the ventures that I've tried, the travels, you know, if you're fighting something that much, usually you're not seeing something for what it is. And not only that, there's probably an easier way. <laughs> it's just, there's probably an easier way that either you think is too easy or too simple, or you just haven't considered it yet. You haven't gone, how can I make this easier? What would be the easiest thing for me to do right now to move myself forward in that direction, still moving towards that great grand plan, but not taking it on all at once? Kind of like with this uh, December drumming that I'm looking at the Logic Pro right now. I've been working on one of these tracks. I'm working on Shedrik again. So this is something. But last year, I think I did the drum track for it. Uh, this year, I want to do the, the bell version. So I've been trying to play out this, this MIDI file for um, a little while. And I looked at this a couple days ago um, that uh, I was thinking of how I'd tackle it. A lot of this is all melody, melody and stuff like that. So it's not just percussion. I'm trying to read this this notation that I have I found online. I'm going, this doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. So I've got to figure it all out and stuff like that and try to get the timing right. But I'll have that out uh, uh, very soon. I've got a couple other tracks that I've been waiting to uh, upload as well. Um, just, uh, and we're coming to the end of December drumming. So it's the 27th already. i got a few more tracks to do for another four or five tracks to do for this month. And then January starts. So we're thinking, like again, going into great, grand, big plans. And I go, first of all, I still haven't finished the book from uh, November. Now I'm almost through December drumming. Getting through, uh, getting into January, which is a song a day, a lot of melody as opposed to just drumming. And then February, I have a plan, but now I'm starting to think, hmm, I might have to modify that plan. March, probably focus another month on uh, developing projects uh, cg effects for uh, motion uh, apple motion again april don't know may trying to make movies again right so i'm looking at this great big plan as seven months of like daily creation it's insane <laughs> like it's i actually don't even like thinking of the whole thing to tell you the truth because it it kind of makes me a little bit anxious but at the same time i know that when i look at it when i've done it and i go wow that is insane that I was able to do it. What did I learn? And more importantly, what do I want to learn going forward? Now you throw in some education there, like the module two or the module three for the Delta, and things get, days get full, plus working out and everything. So um, it le- I was talking about distractions a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I can't help but think that sometimes am I just filling my, my life with distractions from other issues? One of the issues being, do I have to be in China anymore? Is China the place? Is there still, still opportunities here? What, what opportunities do you see in China? What, do you know people who want to come here for any opportunities? I, I, there's a few people I know. Uh, it seems that there are more people who might come for business, but not to stay. There, no one wants to move to China. People might come here to do, you know, meet with clients after so many years, but 
no one's coming here to set up shop. Now, it doesn't look like that anyway, at least not from what I see. And yeah, that's um, that's sort of what I'm seeing. And this Christmas, again, going back to the one year, going thinking the next year, the schedule for the next year, I mean, it does become anxiety-ridden because I'm kind of going, well, in nine months, in ten months, what do I have to get done now so I can set myself up for the next leg? And it becomes another big, like, sort of knot in your chest going, oh, my goodness, do I have to do this now? Can I just sit here and have a beer instead? <laughs> uh, no doubt it'd be easier. But even then, would having that beer make it any better? <sighs> the generator's back on outside. Uh, this is the uh, the generator that I've, I've talked about so many times uh, that is uh, very famous for continually whining its way through my day. And I'll tell you, and it... The one benefit, I think, the one change is that it's a lot quieter. Now, maybe I'm losing my hearing. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe it's COVID. But I'm listening. I'm going with the window closed. I'm going, okay, it's, it doesn't seem as loud. I open the window. I'm like, it still doesn't seem as loud. Maybe all my, my bitching and complaining was heard by somebody. <laughs> this means that the school is open. This means that life is returning to normal. This means that... Uh, it's going to be noisy, but I'm also kind of going again. I don't like this generator, and if I'm going to be working from home, I don't like this fact that it's going to be noisy like this. How much longer could I stay in this apartment as things currently are? Right. So that's the generator. I knew it was going to come back again, uh, but this is coupled with the idea of working from home, uh, of always being in the same place. There's no change, and I'm kind of going. I'm not owning this apartment ever. I'm not paying, I'm paying her mortgage. I understand that. And this is part of the flexibility. The same time I go, so if I, if it wasn't here, where else would I be? What else would I be doing? And when could I get it done? Yeah. So this is, this is the crazy thing about getting into 2023. Now that we're done with the sort of the, the COVID maintenance, the COVID sort of, um, hassle we've survived. Now it's on to the next step. Like, where where do we go with all this freedom that we have? World Juniors are on. This is the other thing that um, I remember uh, watching quite a bit of uh, after Christmas. Um, this is a, a tournament. You know, I was talking about how professional sports don't usually play on the 25th. Well, if there's one thing, this is bizarre because this is an annual tournament that uh, uh, takes place around the world. Um, usually they pick a country and they, they, they're there for two weeks. Um, Canada hosts it quite often, uh, parts of Europe, United States hosts it quite a bit as well. Uh, it's never been to Asia, because Asia, like, it's not meant to be, um, like, a promotion of hockey. It's meant to be a, uh, a showcase of young talent. So the World Juniors are, I think it's anybody between, is it under age of 21, between 18 and 21, um, so... I don't know if they can be drafted. Maybe they can be drafted by the NHL teams. Um, they might even be able to play, but uh, they have to be under the age of 21. Typically, it's the draft picks to be. Like it, within the next year or two, they're looking to get drafted. And if they don't get drafted after this, then actually sometimes they go to Europe and they just play professional hockey in Europe instead. So it's kind of crazy how they could still make a living being hockey players around the world, United States, Canada, Europe. I mean, it's something that never really was explained to me when I was playing 
hockey on the deck when I was growing up. Again, one of the pastimes that we had when we were um, Christmas time. Actually, that would start in like Thanksgiving. We would play hockey on the deck and everything. You know, um, when it got cold, it was either uh, basketball, hockey, uh, football as well. We'd play some football as well, American-style football. Uh, Soccer, we'd play soccer too. But yeah, uh, World Juniors, so if you have a chance, it's actually pretty good hockey. Uh, it's um, it's sort of the showcase of all the, the young uh, young men who are going to be drafted into the professional hockey leagues over the next couple of years. Um, Canada is usually a very good team. The United States is pretty solid, but uh, a lot of other teams uh, are usually pretty... It's just good hockey overall, and it's being held in... This year it's held in uh, Halifax and Moncton, the east coast of Canada. Now, I've never been there before, and... the that part of Canada does not have a pre- professional hockey team. So um, they're, they're playing in all of the, uh, I guess it's the, not the NHL arenas because they don't have any, but they have like a, a second tier sort of arena that they'd be playing in. Anyway, if you have a chance, uh, check it out. It's probably, it's on TSN and Sportsnet, I think. So I'm not sure how you can find it um, uh, streaming. It's not going to be broadcast here in China, but you could probably find it streaming somewhere. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensterski.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And yeah, a good time to ask. I mean, end of the year, if you didn't have to be where you are, where would you go? What would you be doing? This is a question that I know a lot of expats ask, especially since we are on one-year annual contracts. We have that sort of flexibility, but we also have that sort of anxiety to think about every now and then. All right, folks, have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.